Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Jim and Elaine come to the sex apartment to share how they started in the lifestyle. Elaine finds a woman to fulfill her desires first, and then we get to hear exactly how Jim first brought up the lifestyle. It must have worked because their very first night at a club ended in a gangbang. And we're back at the sex apartment. Ooh, my voice is off today, guys. Sorry. We have today joining us Elaine and Jim. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Welcome. Welcome. We have been very excited to get you guys in. When we first raised the idea of you coming in, you were, oh, we're too new. We don't have enough stories. And we had heard some of your stories and we were like, I think you'll be just fine. (laughs) But before we jump into your stories... Let's start talking about you guys. How long have you guys been together? Been together, what, 16 years? 15. 15 years. Mm, close enough. <laughs> Who brought up the lifestyle? I brought up the lifestyle. How did you first find it? And when you brought it up, did you bring it up as the lifestyle because you had heard of it? I brought it up not knowing what the lifestyle was, but it was the lifestyle which I was bringing up. And then once I brought it up, Elaine is a researcher <laughs> and I had seen a couple of like TikToks that had come through and said, oh, look, there's a whole thing about what we were talking about. Then she started watching them and then she started researching and then it's like, oh, there's a website. So there's a whole community. There's well, in there. This is a real deal. Thing. Holy shit. <laughs> well, we also in the midst of the research, which is fun and sexy. It really turned you on and created such great dirty talk between us. So we started to explore each other's fantasies and in the bedroom. I think we had sex more during that time when we discovered what the lifestyle was up to our first experience than we had at any other point in our relationship. And we had a super sexy and healthy sex life prior to that. But I remember like one day we were, you know, reading about it and talking about it and like by the end of the day i was like we had sex five times today when was the last time (laughs) that that happened and i couldn't remember a time when that had happened and it just like and it wasn't forced or anything Mm -hmm. like that we were just just that turned on by the thought of it we were into it and that's how we kind of knew like oh maybe we should like (laughs) go for it so let's rewind how did you bring it up? It was a, actually a really long progression when, like, how we brought it up. So Elaine has always liked girls. And then she shared with me probably eight years into our relationship that, you know, what kind of porn do you watch? Like, oh, well, I actually only watch girl on girl porn. And I was like, okay, that's super cool. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you start, like, thinking about it and playing that through your head. And... She ended up, I mean, I can let her tell the story of how that progressed into kind of something that unlocked a desire in me to so see and hear. We're back eight years people. ago and you bring up porn. Yes. Now were you the one who brought up what kind of porn do you like? Or no, 
we watched porn and we, again, are open sexually with each other. Mm -hmm. And so I knew we watched porn individually. And so we used it in the bedroom too. And we always watch girl on girl. And then I opened up and said, I actually would like to mess around with a girl. I find women beautiful and sexy. I'm not wanting a relationship with a woman, but I would love to touch a woman and have her touch me. And so we- And Jim, I assume your response was, ew, that's gross. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was super worried bringing it up. She's like, you know, I'm not like, I don't want a relationship with a girl. I don't want to leave you for a girl. I just want to sexually- exclusive be with a girl and at that point i think you build up to it too so like you bring that up month two of a relationship you might be like oh do i have something to be worried about (laughs) yeah but at that point we're already so strong Mm -hmm. with that you know you don't have those fears or those jealousies and honestly the male brain kind of overrides all of that stuff initially (laughs) anyway well i I, can confirm i found a girl now how long ago was this Four years years ago, ago, I found a girl, not that I was looking for her. We kind of found each other and we had flirted and it really got to a point that we were flirting with our hands and what our pause (laughs) 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 little more detail on that one. Uh, We would walk by each other and grab each other's ass or pussies or, you know, (laughs) I mean, it (laughs) So my fantasies became more and we would use them in the bedroom and, and talk about it. And it would be, it moved into, oh my gosh, I would love for us to do this together. There were multiple instances where she had come over and it happened. Her and I started making out. We went up to the bedroom and had a great time. He was downstairs. She knew he was downstairs. We're very vocal. (laughs) We, he heard us. He heard me coming. He heard me making her come. And I think that it sparked in him that he realized that he loved hearing me come and someone else making me come. So you stayed downstairs through this? I did. She was uncomfortable with him coming into the room, that it was just about her and I. And Mm -hmm. and him and I had already talked about it. talked about it, that he was comfortable with it. He knew I didn't want a relationship. He knew this was purely sexual. And and for her too, we all had talked about this. <laughs> so she was uncomfortable with him being up there. Are you good with going into details on this? Yeah. I'm, okay. It, so what happened there? It started with me in the shower and she came up and we took showers together. Fuck me. <laughs> this is not fair. <laughs> And we started washing each other and rubbing on our pussy. And then I would take, do you like that word? Is that okay? Yeah, you, whatever word you <laughs> want. Okay. <laughs> and using the shower head, as we all know Very we do, nice. using the shower head on her and her on me and hands everywhere, getting out of the shower. It moved to countertop, her throwing me up oh. there and eating me out. And then we moved to the bedroom and her and I would make out and I would go down on her. She would go down on me and enjoy each other a lot in the bedroom and very vocal about that. And then there were times where, because this happened, I would say probably what? It happened quite a few times. Like more than a few. (laughs) But so it it would happen. As much as I would love for you to go into great detail about every (laughs) single time, we'll let it go. No, no. You can whisper that in my ear some other time. (laughs) There was something in me that I actually kept from him for actually until he brought up the lifestyle was in my head and sometimes taking care of myself. I would think about before she got up there, them two, like catching them, making out. Mm -hmm. 
And at first I was like, oh my God, what if they're doing that? And then I was like, oh, what if they're doing that? You know? So it kind of, it kind of in my mind, I'm like, why do I think this is hot? Like, why would I? And, and partially because I knew that in my mind, she knew how strong we were in our relationship. And I knew how strong we were. He knew it was just, it was purely sexual. And so there was something about that, that in my mind, I'm like, why am I okay with this? And not knowing that there was a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. that this was a thing. And so this was just you fulfilling that little itch. It was. Yeah. Amen to you for saying, by all means, go for that. We had talked about it just in general. Like if you have the opportunity, like, you know, regardless of what it is, I'm comfortable with it. I want to hear about it, right? Hear it and hear about it. The part for me (laughs) was it was hearing it and using your imagination as to what's going on. But even hearing it, you're removed from it. Because I think when you're in a sexual situation, and what I've realized now is that like your brain doesn't fully record everything that's happening, even though like while you're doing it, you're thinking, I'll never forget this, or this is amazing. I'm mm-hmm. going to mental snapshot. And then the next day you're like, I know a lot of stuff happened, but I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't piece it to, like right together. So, so she leaves what happens between the two. Oh, of you? well, there were times when she didn't leave and I would go take a break and fuck him because I want that. I, I mm-hmm. love, you know, women, but I also love dick. So, (laughs) (laughs) and his, and so there were times when she, even before she would leave, we would fuck and it was ridiculous. I just ridiculous. And I'd tell him while we were fucking what happened. How how was her storytelling ability? Marginal. I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) She did the best that she could, but it's still, I mean, but what she did still, worked mm-hmm. and i hearing from a distance you can still tell mm-hmm. what's in well, i I, I could totally see just going no wait but when this happened what was going on <laughs> i heard this what was going on there <laughs> it's, i could see that now before this had you had any experience with women no it stuck in your head that long it did and i don't know if nasa you can understand but as a woman it's hard to get over insecurities with another woman. And while I always wanted it to happen, having another woman see me naked, want to pleasure me, want to allow me into their vulnerable space and allow them into my vulnerable space, it was hard. And I never thought that I would be okay with it. And I still struggle every now and then with it, but... No, keep quiet. I I don't understand you people, but whatever. It's fine. I still enjoy you. So this happens for about how long? A year and a half, maybe two. Dare I say, how did it end? It really didn't. We were still friends. Mm -hmm. I wanted to invite him. He was not comfortable with it. And we just kind of stopped doing that. At the transitional period between us not doing this anymore, and he had brought up the lifestyle, not knowing he was bringing up the Mm -hmm. lifestyle, and discovering that and realizing that I can satisfy what I want. And that's me, all of those things Mm -hmm. said before with women and men and him, you know, another woman. So how do we bring it up? (laughs) So as time progressed, I had this kind of thoughts about like, I really enjoyed the thought of hearing her with someone else, having that third person point of view looking in so you can take it all in and see it, see the looks on her face that you can't see while you're in it Mm -hmm. just because you're in it. Oh yeah. 
And I started thinking about it was a girl. And I was like, well, what if it was another guy? And I would think about that. And it's like, am I okay with that? It seemed fucking weird, <laughs> like in my brain to even like think these things. Like, why would I want other people to have sex with my wife? And not exclusively, like I wanted to be involved within that, right. but that was part of it. And then so I had been thinking these things. I think Elaine separately been kind of thinking these things. And it actually, he, uh, another porn night, he uh, brought up a porn and said, you want to watch this? And it was a glory hole porn. And he said, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about a glory hole? And we started watching the porn and it was hot. And he said, would you do that? And I said, you're, you're skipping. So rewind. (laughs) This is after I had brought it up. So we (laughs) went out to a bar and I had many, many drinks as did she. And we came back. Now, at this point, as you're having these many drinks, are you thinking the whole night, I got to bring this up? I want to bring this up. Literally not at all. It wasn't even a thought in my head. I mean, you know, it could have been a thought in my head, but it wasn't a thought in my head at that (laughs) point. But then we get home and we start having sex and I pulled out my phone and started recording and it was just hot. Like we were dirty talking to each other and um, I just brought it up. Do you like, how would you feel about fucking someone else? Do you want me to fuck? And I was like, whoever you want to. And she's like, another girl. I said, how about another guy? And I actually have this. I was going to, I was just about to say, you know me well enough. (laughs) I have it on video. It's amazing you can still come. You know why? Because I'm a fucking slut. You like that slut? I love that slut. Do you? Would that slut do whatever I told her to? Yes. No matter what? Uh Uh-huh. What you want? (sighs) Fucking finger fuckers. You gonna fuck somebody else in front of me? Mm-mm. Fuck. Are you gonna fuck someone else in front of me? I'm gonna fuck you. Are you gonna fuck someone else in front of me? You fucking slut. Tell me. You want me to? I do. Who? Whoever you want. <gasps> Who you want? Oh, you. Who do you want to fuck you besides me? I'll I always fuck you. you. I want a girl. Tell me, you fucking slut. You want another guy? Do you want me to have another guy? I don't know. Would that be hot? (laughs) Tell me. Imagine me fucking you with another dick in your mouth. What does that sound? What do you think about that? Yeah. You see how hard these nipples are? I want you to suck on them. Would you let me fuck you with another guy? You want me to? What if I do? You're my slot. You said you'd do whatever I want, right? Yes. Would you love it? So you would 
suck another guy off while I was fucking your pussy. Do you want me to? I do. Who do you want me to suck off? No one we know. A fucking stranger. How's that sound? If you're fucking into it, that's What do you want? Because when I said, like, what about another guy? Like, the look on her face, she looked so confused when I said it, but then kind of kept rolling with it. And then, you know, we continued to kind of talk through what that fantasy might look like while we're doing that. And it ended super hot. But then I woke up the next morning. I was like, I can't believe I fucking said that. I was, I was like mortified that I actually brought it up. He kept saying, do you think I'm weird? Do you th- I know it's weird, but do you think I'm weird? I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought it up. And it was like that. What was your reaction? Elaine thought I was testing her. Oh. Are you going to cheat on me or something like Just because it was such an off the wall thing to say, given the fact that we've never talked about that. But you thought that, but at the same time. At the same time, I was like, hmm, it's kind of hot. You know, it, we've explored a lot with each other sexually mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. And he actually brought up TikTok, you know, the whole TikTok thing. And he was like, well, there's some people that keep popping up. And so we started watching. Just them. randomly. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I, I, oh, hand to God. I did not search any of that stuff. The algorithms know what they're doing. <laughs> it read my mind and popped that stuff up. So we started, uh, I found SLS, started reading some of the literature on there. and Because she's a researcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> realizing that this is an entire community of mm-hmm. people and this is a thing. It's not a fishbowl, you know. Yeah. Everybody's old and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is this is something we could actually do. And then comes the could we actually do this? Could we mm-hmm. it's sexy to talk about, but could could we actually do this? Now how long ago was this that you brought it up? It was May of last year. Okay. In a year. Okay. Yeah, May is when I brought it up and then okay. had our first experience in August. So right. it was May to August was all let's dig talk. into that time frame and what we talk about. Everything. I mean, we, him and I played scenarios in our heads. What kind of scenarios? Situations that we would like. We would always start talking dirty to each other. I think, I I mean, I really think it was more of what we wanted to get out of it. What are the people that we would want involved? Not, not specific people, but just like kind of people Mm -hmm. that we would want involved. And if we did that, where we would want people positioned through that Mm -hmm. And how it's hard to talk. I mean, not hard to talk about. It's hard to describe because we, I think we talk through, I mean, that's a long period of time to just talk about it. And we worked our way through many a scenario and it kind of kept on escalating a little bit. I do have to add in the period between him thinking I thought that he was weird was me finding porn again on the (laughs) porn. And I was by myself searching for swinger porn. Mm-hmm. When he learned that I was using that to take care of myself without, because there's a piece of him that I think thought I'm a people pleaser. I want to make him happy. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to say what you want me to say while mm-hmm. we're talking dirty to each other. When he found out that I was searching and using that to take care of myself without him involved, not influencing me mm-hmm. to search for that. I think that that opened up a big world for us to say, oh, 
we really are both into this. What was your favorite go-to in the bedroom? Our favorite scenario was Elaine going down on a girl while getting fucked by someone else. And then me on the other end of that or some variation of everyone being involved at the same time. I like to use both my hand. I got two hands. I got a mouth, you know, like I want to, I want to do it all. I I want to, (laughs) I want to. So, so what happened during those four months that got you to transition from just talking about it to, okay, let's try it. Me. What? So I'm, I'm I, a doer. Like let's let's if we're gonna if we're gonna research this, if we're gonna look into it, let's see. You know, we're strong enough that if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And we're gonna be honest with each other. So I signed us up for uh, SLS and then we got scared that people would find out mm-hmm. that we were even looking on this, that we were on a site and figured out that there were clubs. So through SLS I realized there's clubs. So we could actually do this. There's a little bit of pressure in meeting people outside of a club scenario mm-hmm. that that made us nervous, but realizing there were places we could go and be anonymous almost and satisfy this. So I found a club. I, I'm the ideas man and she's to make it happen. Okay. Person. <laughs> All right. Good to know. So in so. and outside of the lifestyle. <laughs> So we found a club and I found a sitter, worked out the situation, got a hotel and said, we're doing this. So you had it all planned and then said, okay, here we're going. For the most part. I mean, okay. had to she, to make sure, but yeah, yes. You asked. Yeah. For sure. Like, and your reaction when she finally said, okay, let's do this? Nerves. Yeah. Like it was super nerve wracking. Like it's, it is fun to talk about. And mm-hmm. then when the rubber meets the road, you're like, uh, I mean, you want to. And I was still all in, but- it's got, you know, nerve wracking, making that leap into that. You mentioned hotel. Mm-hmm. So this is not near home. Purposefully. We did not want to go near home. There is a place near us in the research. We knew we wanted to go a little bit further away. We wanted to go far enough away that we felt comfortable. Okay. And yes. I think now we've realized the more that we've been in it is that if they're there, they're there too. You right. know what I mean? You guys decide to go. Building up to this, how long from booking to actually going? A couple um, weeks. Yeah. What were those weeks like? Nervous. I We both were more nervous um then think excited. about backing out no okay <laughs> not me that's that's a, a lot of the times people will book it and back out and book it and back out i, I think that we went into it with let's just see mm-hmm. so again if, if it worst case work, scenario you're there it's who cares mm-hmm. it's a sexy environment and the least case scenario is we go into a room and enjoy each other mm-hmm. you know what's the harm in that and meet new people which we both love to do so what was the harm in that right all right. Tell us about this first club experience. We walk in scared to death. How I, long did you sit in the parking lot? We didn't. Oh, I, you we left. had to. We, I, I was like, we run in or run <laughs> or away. Or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we Ubered there. So it was so yeah, awkward standing there with a bag. And you coming in? I was like, oh, we're thinking about it. There was a door guy there mm-hmm. and he was the sweetest thing in the entire world. And so we just started chit-chatting with him and it was like, oh, okay, I feel a little bit better. So mm-hmm. we walk in and of course we're new. And so we had to get a tour. Well, we sat there for, I don't know, it felt like three and a half hours. It was probably 15 minutes watching all these people walk in and looking at us like, you know, newbies. (laughs) (laughs) So we got the tour and the tour was, it was great. It made me excited. It took a little bit of that nerve 
out of there. And then it was like instant, Ooh, this is sexy. And I feel sexy right now. This is sexy. Like, let's do this, you know? And they took the time to introduce us to other people that had been there. Like, make sure you talk to this person. They've, you know, been here before if you need someone to talk to. And And they introduced us to other people. And before you know it, we'd already had four or five conversations and it didn't feel forced or. We've, we, I'm going to say we, but I enjoy talking about sex. I mean, it's just one of my favorite topics and I'm. An open book, as, okay. as you both know. I have been to surprise. A little bit. So it was so much fun to talk about sex, being in an, a sexy environment. Once we met a handful of people who then introduced us to another handful of people, and everyone was so welcoming and so sweet and wanted to talk about the same things we wanted to talk about. And it was just a great experience, an absolute great experience. Yeah, we did learn quite a few lessons. I think we made Ooh. some newbie <laughs> mistakes. Errors. Which were? <laughs> As we went in there. So first one was, is going into the environment, you're always nervous. Like, is anyone even going to find us attractive? Is anyone going to want to talk to us? At this point, we haven't dated in what, 15 years. So, you know, we don't know how to do this. And and that's kind of what you're doing and Mm -hmm. very much what you're doing. So, and then, you know, we got interest from one couple who was very overt like, you know, we want this dynamic and the other dynamic was the wife didn't play, but the husband wanted to get with her like, oh, probably not our scene, but you know, noted if we change our mind, we'll, we'll hunt you down. Um, <laughs> and then there was another couple, which we now refer to as red flag couple who came <laughs> up to us and we didn't know it was a red flag couple, but we knew it was the opposite of what we wanted. So like throughout the course of research, you know, you develop rules and ours were, were always together. That was like number one. Any other rules? We were okay with full swap. I think from the the very beginning, we were okay with that. Kissing was good too. uh, Yes. it's a. I won't say that it's a necessity. I I won't, but But I, it is, but it is. (laughs) It's a big help. (laughs) Yeah. And, and red flag couple was absolutely no kissing. They were, we got into this because he cheats all the time. We need an outlet for his cheating. And this is a way for her to get hers with that. And then, you know, he kept on whispering to Elaine that he wanted to take her to a room and fuck her. And Elaine kept on saying like, if it's everybody, we could be open to that. And Now, even if we had heard that story, that wouldn't have been Mm -hmm. someone that we would have pursued, but they had to be completely separate, even when they were engaging with each other or I was talking to the wife, they separated Hmm. apart from each other. They didn't want to see anything like, which is the complete opposite of what we Mm -hmm. were looking for out of it. They tried all night to split us up and we stood firm. Well done. <laughs> Good well, job. Especially on that first night. That's, yeah, it's that's tough on their first night. Yeah. Yep. It, it was quite a eye opener because I thought going into this, we had researched a lot about full swap and I thought, oh, ever, this is like the normal thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the couples that we had met that night, one was not same room and I was like, oh, I thought that was more common the than common what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other one, the guy played and the girl did not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I didn't think that that was. And then we had said that single guys weren't really our thing. That wasn't what we were looking for. We learned how wrong, <laughs> how wrong we were in that. Mm-hmm. that. That was a game time 
decision change yeah. probably within the moment, but we had kind of talked agreed about on it. Yeah. Agreed on it. And it flowed that way. And we had had quite a I few feel drinks. a story coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell it? I can start telling it. You can probably finish telling it. I probably remember more of it. <laughs> than okay. you, like Another you mistake. Were- I drank way too much. The nerves. It happens. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Th- there was no limit. There, but was- there was no regret. Afterwards, yeah, you know, we made it through the entire evening, got to meet all sorts of cool people, got propositioned several times, but the dynamic wasn't like necessarily what we're looking for. End of the night comes and some of the people that we had been introduced. We were all standing around kind of like out in the middle of the club chit chatting. (laughs) And I think Elaine was feeling her drinks and kind of showing off because she had changed into lingerie because she had brought that. She had researched it. Like there's a certain time where people go and change into lingerie and she (laughs) did. And she's like, what do you think of my underwear? And she was asking this single guy that we had been introduced to and he was so nice and cool. And we had talked to him throughout the evening. She's like, I should probably just take them off. They're like see-through anyway. And of course he said, (laughs) don't do that. Elaine looked at me, like gave me the look, and I was like, I'm shaking my head right now. You can't see it <laughs> via audio. And she offered, she's like, do you want a blowjob? Obviously, he said, yes. Fucking okay. <laughs> but yes, we're wrong. Always wrong. <laughs> but we're in, like, you know, in the middle of everything. So we didn't go, like, I think had we gone back to a room, it just would have been that experience. But then the people who had talked to us early and propositioned us filtered over when they saw what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the middle of the club. You drop down, panties off. Now you're blowing him. I am. And then there is a, another guy standing beside us who had propositioned us earlier where the wife didn't play. He had his out. And so Elaine looked over at me. And then I looked over at him and she waved him over so now we're in the middle of the club and she's blowing two guys just you know i mean you did say earlier you want something in each hand and yeah exactly and then i don't even remember how the third guy wow (laughs) he was was i love night one experiences he he was an opportunist he was in the right place at the at the right time and he joined in so it was her on her knees in the middle of the club doing what she was Blowing doing three guys just say what i was doing <laughs> so <laughs> one in each hand just back and I forth was going yeah going back and forth uh and then we were near the food which is a no-no of course <laughs> uh, so they had to come tell us you need to move to a room so they told us rather sternly too <laughs> that happens <laughs> So we moved to a room where that continued. Now, so all three so guys came back with you, and all three guys, including the wife, all three guys—the single guy, the guy who—well, two single guys. Yeah, two single guys, two single and the guys, guy and then the, the guy wife. with the wife that okay. didn't that play. didn't play. And Jim, I don't remember how it's how it started. Oh, that, he does. <laughs> that, that's how it started. You like we're showing him your lingerie and your panties and that, that's how the whole well no but I mean, in the like room, how did oh, we start in, the room, in the room it had started already started out in the club so oh, it did. I the think one guy yeah the the one guy got underneath you and was eating you out while you were blowing the other two guys and then they asked if they could fuck you and like everyone just whipped condoms out of their pockets <laughs> and quick draw <laughs> yes and i think that's when we 
got scolded to <laughs> go to a room. Like, and we migrated to the closest room, which happened to be a room with a giant panoramic window where everyone <laughs> else, like, so, I mean, but I, I guess at this point, who cares? Yeah, I didn't care. He cared. I did yeah. care. Mm-hmm. I quickly realized that I was overwhelmed with the experience <laughs> and things weren't functioning oh, yeah. as in my head. I was like, man, this is awesome. I was like, what the? How is this not working? Oh, yeah. Like, what is happening right now? You know, we migrated into that room, and I think I maybe could have got there. But as you'll probably hear, we tend to migrate to rooms with giant windows. And I looked up, <laughs> and there's just a crowd of older men looking through the window. And that that wasn't helping anything. Period. We got back to the room, and Elaine got on all fours. And basically one guy got behind her and started fucking her. The other two guys were in front of her and she was taking turns playing them. She was trying to get me there. And then the wife of the other couple who didn't play, she tried to help at that point. She didn't want to be like touched or anything like that, but she jumped in there. We've realized time is not a thing when (laughs) you're in a club. I know you like the details. Oh, do I ever? Some details of that experience was, again, hands touching a dick at all times. One in me at all times. I learned very quickly that I liked the transition. I liked one guy from behind and that transition of them scooting over to let the next one phenomenal. It's a sexy feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Italian couple, the wife was a cheerleader. She was phenomenal. She was cheering me on the whole time and I loved it and trying to, to work with him. I will say that his favorite part was watching someone come in, not in me, but in the condom Mm -hmm. pulling out and seeing a full condom. Mm -hmm. And I had done that. And, there were a couple other parts too, like as she was, like she was asking me, like, is it okay if I can come and like looking oh, like directly? Wow. He at had me. my hair yeah. pulled back oh. and saying, you know, look at him. So while I'm getting fucked, I've got dicks in my hand. I'm looking at him screaming his name while someone Sign else is me making me yeah. come. That's hot. That is hot. Mm. And, and then, I learned, I, I like, it was a mini gangbang, mini, and I liked it. I will say the funny part about it is, is when we were done, I had made them all three come, which I was, I love. And the one guy was blowing him and he was about to come and he pulled it out. I had already swallowed and he was like, I was like, you should have come on me. He's like, you got to tell people that that's what you like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know that. I'm going to say that if he came in your mouth, that's another thing that you should probably tell people, but we'll let that go. I was asking him to come. Okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. Then. Anything surprise you about that night? Yeah. I did not think that I would enjoy it as much as I did. And the connection that I felt while fucking someone else with him, mm-hmm. that moment of coming but being able to look right at him yeah. and watch him enjoy what I'm doing so much, I didn't realize how fun that could be and how sexy that could be. Yeah. I would say everything was surprising about that <laughs> night because 
our intention really was to see, let's just see what happens. <laughs> we had not really discussed that particular, I mean, I think we had discussed that particular scenario, but like, oh, that's a, that was that, a little down the road. That, yeah, that's, that a, was- that's a wild one. We'll, we'll get to that one eventually. You know, I think our expectation going into the evening was we are going to go and see what it's about. And likely that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So, but what was, I think the most surreal part was how natural it felt afterwards. Like we sat in that room and talked with everyone who was involved in that scenario for like 20 minutes, mm-hmm. just my joke, favorite part, just joking <laughs> around part. about this, that, and the other. And you everybody's know. just naked or getting dressed and <laughs> yeah. it's just fine. And, and it makes you feel that what you're doing is not crazy. It's not weird. It's this is just what it is, and and everything is okay about it. Now we did close down the club with that experience, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you know go to call an Uber to get back to our hotel, <laughs> and we're outside waiting for the Uber, and so her underwear disappeared <laughs> in the <laughs> melee, and she was wearing a just completely sheer <laughs> piece of laundry, like. And when I say sheer, it's not like sheer. You can like see the outline of something, like you can see right. all of it. <laughs> Like you can't get an Uber. You're you're practically naked. You can't walk into the hotel. Get in that Uber. I mean, I was in the front of this club, completely. <laughs> like I'm not on, completely naked on a busy me. street, right. like just like hanging out in front. There was no like privacy fence or right. line or gate that you're behind. It was just you know a door and a busy street. And she's t- standing out there at three o'clock in the morning. Oh. As a reminder, naked. the amount of drinks that I had had that mm-hmm. night were too plentiful. Oh my god, my voice. <laughs> well, if you hadn't been partying so much the night before. I cannot believe that I lost my voice the day before we record this episode and that they were only in town that one day and there this was our shot to get it yep. and I wasn't risking just skipping it. All the sacrifices you make for this podcast. The struggle is real. <laughs> let's just jump right into this. Yes. The NRE or new relationship energy that couples get when they first discover the lifestyle and start talking about those fantasies. It is a real thing. It's like going back to when you just started dating. You are head over heels for your mate again. You are seeing the world in a whole different light. I mean, you're seeing what sunshine and rainbows everywhere, <laughs> right? And I mean, this is even before you actually get into the lifestyle. Right? It's this just is that. just the talk of it. The, yep. oh, would be so sexy to see this. Oh, you think it'd be that hot? Let's, and then just constant, oh, let's fuck, let's fuck, let's fuck. Oh, yeah. Great. It's, it's a lot of fun. I will be honest. I've never had that moment. Well, I kind of you, fell into the lifestyle. Right. You've done it. And then just kind of opened the door for the following relationships. Like, here it is. This is what I've done up go. to now. And I don't know any different. You, however? Yeah, I know this feeling very well. My ex introduced me to the lifestyle. He kind of did it in a similar way, similar to how Jim did, only he talked to me about his fantasy, and then while we were fucking, he would bring up the idea. Then he would start saying, what if there was okay. another guy here? What if if I were that other guy, what would you be saying to me? And he would just dabble in the idea of bringing that person into our our bedroom without actually physically having a person there. Out of curiosity, what porn does Nessa like? <laughs> oh my gosh. 
the worst porn ever. I love seeing the spoof movies. So like the pirates porn is one that I like vividly. I never would have fucking guessed this. (laughs) Because they're hysterical. They're so bad. I don't know why, but I always I mean for entertainment value, I loved watching those porn. Usually, somewhere along the line, I would get turned on. In fact, in Pirates, there is a female-female scene that introduced me to a little bit more of a dominant female type uh, role. Okay. Where they're spitting. Really? (laughs) It didn't turn me on. It was just something that I hadn't really seen. In most porn that I had watched up to then, it's usually like some amateur type stuff where it's you know, the girls are just really nice to each other and like very passionate. But in this particular scene, they're like spitting in each other's mouths and they're spitting on each other. And it's really, then they're pulling hair. uh, You're you're turning me on with this, just to be clear. (laughs) It was just the first time I had seen, do you remember Fuck Fight? When Mrs. Silver Fox brought up Fuck Fight the Mm -hmm. one time and she said, we did a, we, we fuck fought. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're using your tenses. I love it. (laughs) This is the picture that, Mm -hmm came into my head when she talked about that. This is what I envisioned was this spitting and hair pulling. And I mean, just like these hardcore women just really going at it. So anyways, that's what kind of porn I watch. I can totally see our inbox flooding now with just everybody's parody porn covers. And <laughs> I don't, I don't mind. I haven't seen them all. Mm. I've only seen a handful, but those were the ones that I always sought out. Oh yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved every single one of them. Yep. Not typically when somebody says, what kind of porn do you like? It's, Girl, girl, group sex, amateur. <laughs> I like your saying. <laughs> if you're just talking about a dynamic type of porn, I don't stick to one. Like, so what do you search when you pop open Pornhub on... or whatever? I don't. Number one, I, I've oh. never opened Pornhub, to be honest really? with you. Yes, really. I don't have a bookmark. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have folders, <laughs> <laughs> folders inside folders. <laughs> But up for that? No, I don't. I just don't search it out. And again, I will watch anything that is. I don't. If it turns me on, it turns me on. Mm-hmm. You know, and it can be gangbang. It can be girl girl. It can be girl guy girl. It can be group sex. It can be. So you're any, saying you type in something different every time, but it's whatever you're feeling in the moment. Exactly. Okay. And but I don't. Again, so you don't, don't rabbit hole it then, say, I guess. No. no. Okay. Well, I can. Depending on what I'm looking for. If I'm looking for something specific, okay, there's one specific that I will look up every once in a while. It's, I can't believe I'm saying this on here. It's the thumb in the ass fucking from behind in a doggy style position, but the thumb in the ass has to be very specific in the way it's done. I mean, I can't really explain it to you. It's something I have to see. But this is something you type in? This, yes, Thumb in ass has been something I've searched. I hope you did. Who knew? But mostly it's the spoofs. I like, I mean, if you ask me like real porn, not like garbage porn, I actually push towards real porn stars versus amateurs really? any day. Yeah. Well, because I don't know. It, it, there, it's porn. <laughs> I know I'm watching <laughs> porn. porn. It has the juice. It has Wait. the juice. <laughs> How about her relaying her desires? I love the way she came to him and said, you know what? I really want to be with a woman. It's strictly sexual. I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm just looking to fuck a woman. I love the way she came to him with complete, this is what I'm looking for. This is why I want it. I'm not looking for a relationship. I really just want this sexual experience. Kudos to her 
I've never been in the position where I've felt like I had to share a fantasy that might have been unexpected from Mm -hmm. me. So I can't imagine where she would be. And I think it just speaks volumes to the amount of trust that a relationship has to have to overcome that barrier at times when you have fantasy that you share with your partner and you have to put complete trust in them to not think you're completely weird right? or that, oh, who is this person? They've changed. This isn't the person I thought I married or look differently upon you. Embrace it and then actually take that and run with it, essentially. That's what yes. Jim did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, okay. <laughs> okay. And then encouraged her to do it. Yep. And then when she found that, even though she wanted him involved, that person was like, eh, I kind of want to do this just you and me. And he's like, something you want, go do it. Yep. He was able to sit downstairs and listen. Would you have been able to do oh that? Oh my, I signed me up. <laughs> Fuck yes, please. I will sit in the hallway with my legs crossed. Just, just, yes, I would love to sit in the hallway and listen. And a box of tissues? <laughs> I will Not because I'm crying, (laughs) but my one concern would be, yes, I can hear the things that are happening. Yes, I can imagine what's going on, but then I would turn to you and go, all right, tell me the story. And in the last couple of weeks, I've turned to you and said, hey, tell me a story. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. I don't have one. What? (laughs) Makeups, I can't. (laughs) Honestly, the more you push for something like that, the harder it becomes. The okay. pressure to make it sexy, the pressure to give you something that's turning you on becomes overwhelming and that shuts me down. It's the timed math test for me, right? Like I know my math facts until you put a timer on it and then suddenly I forget all of them. Here I am, I have sexy stories, I think, in my head or I think I could tell a sexy story, but the second you need one and you want me to tell you one, I can't produce. I'm no good. I'm sorry. My opinion. A weakness. I'm sorry. Is practice makes perfect. Start off with shitty stories. If they're so shitty, I may go, all right, don't ask her anymore. This is stupid. (laughs) Oh, wait, this is how I get this to stop? (laughs) Shitty stories coming your way. (laughs) You may be disappointed that I'm still like, that's good enough. Thanks. (laughs) Wait, that wasn't shitty enough. That video was incredibly fucking hot. So the sounds that you posted came from a video that they sent us. That three minute clip, completely unedited. There was not a single part of that that I wanted to cut out. The looks on her face as he's asking this and how fucking real this moment is where she doesn't know, is he testing me? Is is, is this a joke? What It clearly came out of left field for her. But at the same time, you can see in the video her getting wetter and wetter and wetter the more they discuss it. And she was just unsure how to answer because it was turning her on, but she didn't know if that was what he wanted to hear. I could tell that there was some hesitation. Listening to the way she hesitated. Well, that's a big thing to hear right off the bat, right? If it's never been discussed before, yes, the first time has to be a little, wait a minute. Like, whoa. And I mean, she was all in, girl, yeah, another girl, let's do it. Let's, yeah, put a group and. <laughs> No, not what I said. And he stuck with it. I and think even he, through he the committed. hesitation, he's like, you know <laughs> what? You you have some hesitation. I want to be clear. This is what I want. Well, he had opened the door. So I think mm-hmm. it was like there was no going back. <laughs> and he was going to get it all out. And it was like, you know what? I've been I've been wanting to. Yes, let's go. Yeah. I love that. I think once you start, you go through it. Just watching her in this video, you can see the thought process going through her head. 
First, the wait, is this real? And then, oh, is this really something that he wants? Hmm, I might be into this. She really just builds and builds and builds through it. She feels he's testing her, so she's testing him right back. Is this what you want? Are you sure you want that? Who do you want it to be? Just trying to see how much he has in his mind to feed back to her. Mm-hmm. Like dissecting his yes. own fantasy. Right. Yep. To see, is this a fantasy or... Right. Are we just talking sexy right now? Yeah. Or is this, are we talking about this? <laughs> the whole time through this video, though, she is finger fucking herself. Like I said, it's really fucking hot. But the next morning, he gives in and goes, never mind what I said. That was fucking crazy. I, I can't believe I brought it up. You must think I'm disgusting. And I don't know what she said, but then it took a little while before he discovered that that seed that he planted had her looking at swinger porn. I actually love that he brought it up again the next morning. Even if it was the, oh, no, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Yeah. You don't think I'm crazy. But yet it started a discussion for them. Yeah. I won't forget the time that my ex brought his fantasy to me. And even though it wasn't in the bedroom in this type of scenario, it was you know, during an intimate sharing moment where we had just kind of started talking about things that we felt we should share with each other. I don't even know how the conversation started, to be honest with you. But when he said that he wants to see me with another guy and he wants to like physically be in the room watching it happen and he had no desire to actually participate, he just wanted to see me fuck another guy. And that was pretty much his fantasy. I remember thinking, that's really fucked up. Why would a guy want to see his wife fucking another guy? Like, so of course my brain goes to every end of the spectrum, right? So I'm like, is he, is he gay? Does he want to see another guy? Like, is that, is this like his way to see another guy or, you know, like, is he turned on by the guy? And then I started down the Google rabbit hole. I learned all about cuckolding. I learned all about hot wifing. I did all sorts of searches on like what that means for the guy and what they are turned on by and uh, learned about compersion. And I just remember my brain kind of firing on all these different thoughts that I hadn't had to think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these yeah. were things I weren't even in my line of sight ever. You know, this was just crazy to me. I thought he was weird. I thought this wasn't even a thing. But after Googling, I'm like, oh, it's rather normal, actually. <laughs> there are a lot of <laughs> results like, lot on of this. <laughs> a lot of people do this, I guess. I, it just, it starts things reeling, right? Like you just kind of go down these different paths all of a sudden. How long after he brought it up before you started your Google search? Oh, like immediately. Like, well, not in front of him. I waited well, obviously, obviously until, yeah, it was like lunch break at work the next day. You know, Okay. Was, so you, you really jumped. It wasn't a fuck you. I don't want to hear about well, this. Well, I, I wanted to know what was wrong with him. I mm-hmm. That's honestly where it stems from. Like, I thought it was a problem. And also, I mean, there was the, the line of thinking that is something wrong with me. Why can't he just fuck me and be happy? Has it gone so wrong that now he has to see me with somebody else to make him happy? And then after enough Googling, I'm like, okay, well, this is clearly just his fantasy. This is something that turns him on. And I kind of had to resign myself to believe that and not think that there was anything else going on or anything else that he needed in the relationship and just kind of stick with that. And once I left it as his fantasy, then I could play with it in the bedroom a lot more. Clearly bringing it up, got her to do some Google searching and some porn searching. And he began to feel 
normal again once he discovered that she was also searching it too. I didn't ask him, but I really want to know. <laughs> was he like checking his search history and like, oh, look, <laughs> I, she, look what she looked up. It's, or did he walk in on her playing with herself and she's like, oh, sorry, closing a laptop. <laughs> what were you watching? Swinger porn. So they finally decided to do it. And the nerves of just talking about it, transitioning to actually doing it. And that, oh yeah, this is hot. This is hot. We're having the best sex ever. This is amazing. This is amazing. Okay, let's do it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a real thing. That's And that's what I was going to ask. For me and my ex, we decided to do the Halloween party as our first party at the club. I signed up for that party three months in advance because wow. they had sent out. I mean, we knew that the club existed and we had gotten on like their mailing list and they sent out a, if you sign up for this party, it's a big party. If you sign up this early, you get this deal and you'll get three months membership and all this other stuff. So I was like, all right, we're doing it. I had three months <laughs> to freaking try and get over my nerves. And it was terrible because it would have been better to just sign up for the next weekend and just go and try it out. But mm -hmm. instead, we had this idea of let's go to the big party Let's just see it at its max, right? It, that's interesting. Having experienced the club both at its max your first time and several other times since versus <laughs> smaller parties, which do you feel would have been better for you? I still very much think that we picked the exact right party to go to. I absolutely love Halloween. Any Halloween parties are always fun. I mean, every swinger will tell you that you get kind of get the fake swingers that come out mm -hmm. for Halloween because yep. they just want to go to a really sexy Halloween party. Yep. But because of the size of that party, we could essentially blend in a little bit. You know what I mean? We didn't have to look like the newbies with deer in headlights look and not know what to do because we were all dressed in costumes. You could kind of hide behind some sort of persona that you had put on for the night. It was just the perfect way to check it out without having to be yourself. Speaking of newbies, I love the fact that this club, as they do the tour, introduces new people to existing members and says, oh, this might be a good fit. This might be a good fit. They're into this. I think that really shows that that's a club that picks the right people to do their tours. I really think that's something that we should work on. But to do that, I think we have to get to know people as we're doing the tour. And unfortunately, our tour is so damn long that we barely have time to... I can't hear anything, and you're screaming over music, yeah. and you're just trying to get out the I... most important things. Yep. And most people look like they're ready to be off and running before it ends Well, anyway. there's technically three groups of people. There's the people that have been to clubs before, but this is their first time there. So like, all right, hurry the fuck up. I know the rules. I've, yes, chain on the door, close the door. We get it. All right, come on, move on. Then there's the, we really don't want to be here. If you could just hurry up and get us, get us through this tour so we could just get back and hide, hide in the corner, that'd be great. So just whatever, whatever, fine, cool. We'll close the door. We'll open the door. I don't care. If we want, we're just going to go over there. Please leave us alone. We're not even going to touch these rooms. <laughs> and then there's the occasional person that hangs back and talks. Honestly, the last two are the time that we need to really take a second to talk to them and maybe bring them around and introduce them to a couple of people also, instead of just dumping them in the middle and saying, all right, have fun. Come see us if you need us. It's a tough call. At some point, you're kind of off on your own no matter, right? right? So even if you get introduced to one or two couples in your tour, who knows if you're the type of couple who has the nerve to then re-approach those same people later on in the evening. I mean, even if you do, the odds of you guys being the same dynamic and because there are so many different dynamics in the lifestyle, it makes it kind of tough. I think it's more, hey, here are some people that will talk to you. Yeah. 
So you're not just left standing off alone in the corner. And I think that is something that would be important. But speaking of all those different dynamics, I love that they walked into the club thinking everybody wants what we want. What we want is perfectly normal. That's what swingers are. And that's what we want. Yeah. I think after doing research, it seemed that they were more part of the majority Mm -hmm. in what they were looking for. And I feel they truly are. It's just unfortunate that the majority isn't always at the club that night, right? And I mean, to say that it's the majority, yes, pieces, parts of what they want are pieces, parts of what the majority want. But there are people in that majority that only want certain pieces, parts of those pieces, parts. I'm saying the majority being a couple who is full swap. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get down to the nitty gritty and all the little rules and boundaries and the things that you discuss with that couple, those things change. That's an individual thing versus what I'm saying is the majority isn't necessarily a hot wife couple or a husband couple or a soft swap couple from what mm-hmm. I've seen at right. our club. I mean, maybe in other cities and other towns, maybe it changes. But I think they walked in thinking, okay, we are part of the majority looking for a full swap with another couple. Then you find out, oh, well, wait, only one of these people play? And wait, and there's single guys all over the place? And now, yep. <laughs> well, what do we do here? I think they went with the flow just fine, though. Uh, they most definitely <laughs> went with the flow. And I was going to say, what does their first night remind you of? Uh, it does remind me of me and you a little bit. It was, I mean, while yours wasn't just all guys and there were multiple women involved as well too, but we went there with, all right, we're going to just check out this new club, see what it's like. And next thing I know you're naked underneath three dudes and a bunch of chicks just playing. And it was like, well, or we'll do that. Sounds good. (laughs) So Elizabeth talks about her reconnaissance missions. Mm -hmm. I think it's so funny because it seems that most reconnaissance missions end up being something else. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But through their play, she mentioned one of my favorite things as well. What's that? That after the guy finishes the condom, it pulls out, and the cock comes out, and then the condom just flops down. (laughs) Because it's so full. So fucking sexy. (laughs) Knowing that you just made somebody do that and come that much, and there, there is no hiding it. It is there. It's just... It's always nice to see the results of your efforts <laughs> one way or another, whether it's splattered all over your body or if it's uh, in a condom nicely contained and clean. <laughs> Either way. Victory. Win-win. <laughs> win-win-win. Win-win-win. <laughs> I don't know how many people were in that room, but it was a win-win. There were a lot of wins there. Win-win-win-win. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4-HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. I love your giggles. (laughs) They sound so cute. Uh